Um, it's good to be back here, but uh, let's just start with a prayer. Um, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. It's nice to be back at St. George. I remember years ago, my last year of high school, I came here with a for a church celebration and I had two friends that we used to practice in the hall and we did a dance right there. I remember that quite well. But I'm lucky that we made it today because of the day of the savings because the last time I tried to get here a few months ago to hear John Black speak, I actually broke down and ended up pushing my scooter all the way home. It was about 10 k's. Uphill. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Ryan and I'm from St John's in Ogamokai. And you may have read about me in the last issue of Widening News. I'm very humbled and honoured to be able to speak to you today about Mission Aviation Fellowship or MAF um, because I've been accepted as a missionary pilot to work in Arnhem Land up in Australia, which is very remote, it's about 600 k's from Darwin on Dirt Road, and later go and work in Papua New Guinea. So, as John, uh, your vicar just said, I've recently come back about two weeks ago from Papua New Guinea on a pilgrimage we did with Bishop Andrew from Waipu and two bishops from Norwich and a bishop from Rockhampton. There's 23 of us in all. Quite an eye-opening experience, but uh, come and talk to me later and I'll try and remember some parts of it. But what is MAF, why do you ask? MAF is a Christian organisation uh, using aviation to provide air service in places of deepest human need. Basically, MAF use small aeroplanes to fly in doctors, nurses, teachers, supplies, aid and medical evacuations where there are no roads or no other way in to reach people. So we work with a thousand organisations like World Vision and the Anglican Church, and originally the Anglican Church used to run the program in Arnhem Land in Australia, and they had their own aeroplanes up there, that uh, they've handed over to MAF in recent years. But let me show you a quick video which might help explain things a little bit easier.
it's a good video, and it's kind of a marketing video to get people enthusiastic about going to the field. But in reality, missionary work, that's a good side of missionary work, but it's often very hot and humid and quite difficult and long days and back-breaking work loading aircraft in the heat. Quite dangerous. In the last few years, MAF staff have been carjacked, involved in car accidents, armed robberies, aircraft accidents, shot at terrorist attacks, natural disasters, uh, heavily involved in the war at the moment, got very, very sick. A lot of people on the pilgrimage got sick and there's lots of rock throwing and stuff in Papua New Guinea. But partly because of that, of the two billion Christians on the world, in the world today, and praise the Lord that there's two billion, you just get your head around that figure, 0.0005% are currently serving as overseas missionaries. So why on earth would anybody want to go and do this sort of work? Why would I want to go and leave the beautiful Bay of Kings, the beautiful Tauranga region, my big TV and my hot shower and my nice job at the airport? Because I believe God told me to. After I finished uh, Bible College, I was up at Faith Bible College at Welcome Bay, I sat down and I prayed and I fasted and I asked God straight out, is this what you want me to do? And he showed me almost immediately two visions of me flying over two different valleys, valleys I'd never seen before. And when MAF asked me to first go and serve in Arnhem Land in Australia and then later in Papua New Guinea, I went on the computer to find out more about these places and that's where I saw these two valleys. MAF and Arnhem Land supplies the Aboriginal communities who are cut off from roads. They need teachers, doctors, and supplies to be flown into them. Unfortunately, the Aborigines are struggling. 50% of the children are malnourished. Uh, they're now dying of preventable illnesses in their 40s. Um, years ago, it was their 60s. Um, their health, physically and spiritually, is not good, and the suicide rate of Aborigines, especially young Aborigines, is five to seven times higher than the rest of Australia. I have great concern for these people, and I believe God does also. God does not want to see his people suffer. Never has. Money. Missionaries were... Since the beginning of time, Paul and all missionaries needed money to support himself. And at this point, a missionary would usually ask you to support them financially or through prayer or something like that. And they would, we would join together and we'd send out newsletters and come and visit you and all those sorts of things, which I do. But I'm not asking for money today. What I am asking you to do is something I consider far more important, and that is to pray. Take one of these cards, which I'll be handing out in the back of the church, it's got my photo on it. I won't tell you how long it took to take that photo. Ages. And ask God, put it on your fridge, it's got a magnet on it, some of them. Put it somewhere prominent in your house so you can look it over for the next couple of weeks. 
and ask God one question. Do you want me to partner with Ryan? Do you want me to sponsor Ryan? I can guarantee one of three things will happen. First of all, God will say nothing. You won't hear from him. There won't be a feeling in the back of your head. You won't have any visions or any, any, any indication at all that this that God wants you to work with Ryan or work with me or sponsor me, sorry, speaking with that person. And then it's entirely up to you. If you want to sponsor me, that's fine. If you want to work with me together, that's fine. And I recommend probably about $20 a month, which is about $4 a week. It's entirely up to you. Just take this card, phone man, email them, rip it off, mail them. It's quite easy to work out. Number two. God will say no. God knows your circumstances. He knows whether it's the right time for you to sponsor work with missionary. And that's entirely all right. Don't ever go against what God is telling you to do. It always ends badly. Number three. God will say yes. Be a sign, a vision or something. Learn to spend your time each day listening to God so you understand and hear his voice and recognize when he's speaking to you. Now if God asks you to do something, he's going to provide for you. He's not going to ask you to give money you don't have. He's not going to see you starved or kicked out of your house. He's a loving God. He wants you to be happy and he's going to provide for you. We heard in the epistle today from James that focused almost entirely on prayer. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Now you all look like righteous people. So please pray for me. Thank the Lord, pray all the time. Ask God for anything in line with the Holy Spirit's wishes. Plead with Him. Remind Him of your needs. Ask about decisions you have to make. Don't worry about bothering the Lord with your little problems. Because I tell you right now, if it's important to you, it's important to God. Now, believe it or not, I'm not the best pilot in the world, and I'm not the best aircraft mechanic in the world, and I'm not the best missionary. But I'm going to try my best because I believe that's what God wants. He wants your best and he will provide the rest. Because that is the way God works. God's work, our hands. Be bold. We heard about Esther today. Esther was placed in a special position by God to be the Queen of Persia. When her people, the Jews, were in danger, she risked her life to save them. Esther made her plans carefully. She got help. She got God's help. She had people praying and fasting for her. Back then, a Jewish woman was expected to be quiet, serve in the home, and stay on the fringes of religious and political life. For Esther to request an audience with the king, even though she was a queen, usually meant death. It was a huge risk. But I believe God can influence people in power as we see right throughout the Bible, if we pray.
The Aborigines and Arnhem Land need God's help. And the way I believe he's going to help them is to see people like me with supporters like you. There are so many issues out there in the world today, it's difficult to know where to start. I can't fix the world, but I can do this. I can help the people of Arnhem Land, and I can help the people of Papua New Guinea. I'm going to try my best because I believe that's what God wants. Because when I get to heaven, I'm going to say to God, God, I tried. And he's going to say to me, I know you did, Ryan. 